0: going on Packers fans Aaron Negler here with your Packers daily chat coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels well except for my Facebook account which is completely messed up so going live on YouTube and Twitter hope you're all having a great day a better day than I am with the false start start there we'll get we'll get this on track here ladies and gentlemen ready to talk to you Packers fans worldwide about everything Green and gold, both what happened at training camp today and any topics that leap to mind because we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. And you don't just have to talk about practice. You can talk about anything you want. It's what we do here on Packers Daily. Hope you're all doing well. I want to give a good shout, big shout-out to my good friends over at Ticket King. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to watch the Green Bay Packers play football in 2023, utilize Ticket King. Head to cheeseheadtv.com. You can use the website, You can use the app. Just go to our schedule. You'll find individualized links for each and every game, preseason, postseason, regular season, everything. Let's do it, people. Let's go get your tickets at Ticket King. Don't use some national company like Ticketmaster or StubHub. Use Ticket King. They've been based in Wisconsin since the early 90s. they got a place right across the street from Lambeau Field. Hell, you can use a link in the description of this video. Whatever you do, use Ticket King for all your Green Bay Packers ticket needs. The other thing you got to do is get yourself a 2023 official Green Bay Packers yearbook. That's right. Head to PackersYearbook.com. Use promo code CHTV for 10% off. That's promo code CHTV for 10% off at PackersYearbook.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is a very exciting day here in Green Bay because Rashawn Gary is off the PUP. I have to admit I am somewhat shocked that he is uh, off the physically unable to perform list this early on in camp. This would certainly suggest that they feel really good about his recovery for no other reason than once you're off the PUP and once you practice, which Rashawn did today, you cannot then be placed on the regular season PUP, which would obviously shut you down for the first four weeks of the season. Clearly, they expect him back sooner rather than later. I still don't know if this means that we should expect him out there week one. They are going to take their time. They're going to bring him along and bring him back very, very slowly. But the fact that he will undoubtedly be back out there in the first month of the season is thrilling. I mean, that's exhilarating. If you're a Packers fan, you've got to be celebrating. The idea of getting him back into the mix with Preston and being able to you know, watch Enigbari come along and you got the first-round pick, Lucas Van Ness, Uh, You got some things to throw at a quarterback now if you're the Green Bay Packers and you're Joe Barry on defense. So, um, really exciting times. Like I said, I'm surprised. I'm very surprised they got him back so early. Um, We'll see how soon uh, they allow him to do teamwork. Like I said today, just individual stuff. Uh, I suspect we're a ways away yet from him participating in teams. But just thrilling news if you're a Green Bay Packers fan because Rashawn Gary, we all know he was having – a hell of a season last year prior to the, that injury in Detroit. Um, just great. Just great to see him back out there with the guys. Hope you're all doing well. Good to see everybody in the comments section. So many folks already starting us up. What's going on? What's up, Wisco Sports? Brandy Lewis, what's up? 12 Months of Happiness. You're a member of for 12 months. Thank you so much for being a Carry the G Club member. I greatly appreciate it. I appreciate not only your support of the channel, but the work you do as a moderator and behind the scenes, and you're always a lovely presence, you and your husband, on happy hour. So thank you, Brandy. Really, really appreciate it. Mimsy, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. Family night broadcast had about as much live footage as the watch party. Did Rock and Wayne even narrate a series, Friday Can't Come Soon Enough? It was funny because I was going back, you know, while we're watching it live, Corey and I, we're not listening. You know, we can only see it. We don't hear the audio. But I was going back and watching it, and I couldn't believe how little they actually talked about the plays on the field. I mean, it's clear the edict is it's a promo, it's about marketing for the Packers, and it is certainly not about football in any meaningful way. Um, and now that you know, I've kind of come to grips with that, I won't be as probably upset about it next season as I was on Saturday night. Because, man, that was not a fun time. Chris? Thanks for the Super Chat. J-Lo throws at all different arm arm angles. Nice to see. You're not kidding, man. Uh, We saw that on display on Family Night. No question about it, especially that sick throw he had to Aaron Jones in the end zone for the touchdown. Um, But yes, he does a great job of adjusting and not only sensing pressure and knowing where his outlets are as far as escapability goes, but being able to utilize exactly what you're talking about. If he's got to get it around the lineman, or if there is a guy kind of coming up in his face and he's got to, you know, alter his, you know, the way his throwing motion, he's very adept at doing so. And he's done a good job of, you know, you see guys try that stuff and they really spray it all over the yard. It's really, It's it's not really in a position where the receiver can even go and get it. And I think Jordan's done a good job. I don't know. i It's hard for me to say whether – that was something we saw a whole lot of his first year in town. I don't really remember that, but it's very apparent now. I don't know if it's something he's worked on. Maybe it's some good question for Tom Clements, but um, it's ve- his ability in that regard is very apparent. John Semitovich, what's up? Thanks for the Super Chat. Sorry, nags, I'm not watching you, just watching Banky Garden behind you. What impressed you most at family night? What needs work? Oh, glad Gary is back. Oh, man, the sun is brutal today. Here. um, Yeah, Banky is gardening. You, you know, it's that time of day. He's got to get out there and tend to his garden. That's what a man must do. Um, as far as what impressed me on family night, hmm, I think, you know, for me, it's about uh, the young guys stepping up. Uh, loved seeing Jaden Reed look like a problem. And uh, I loved... Pretty much everything that was thrown to him, the way he snatches the ball out of the air, he is—he—he uh, he is going to be a big-time weapon for this offense. So, I was encouraged by that. As far as what needs work, man, Darnell Savage in coverage on <laughs> Musgrave—that was—that was a tad embarrassing. Um, nothing really jumps out to like as far as you know, every like, because the answer is everything, right? Like, there's no area of this team that doesn't need work that needs doesn't need improvement. There that is ongoing, right? Um certainly there are some players and some units that are probably a further along and more developed than others just due to the nature of the roster makeup, but man, everybody needs the work. It's that time of year where every rep matters and every bit of development and improvement you can get out of these guys before things are live is paramount, right? So I don't know, it's hard it's hard to say that there's one thing that really jumps out to me in that in that way. Uh, Joel, thanks for the Super Chat. How worried should we be regarding love camp plays? Joel, not at all. I'm really glad you asked this question, actually, because I do sense that there is like this growing somewhat of a concern among certain Packers fans. I don't think it's all Packers fans. But it's certainly online where you guys digest every morsel of information out of training camp, which is awesome. Because folks like that are the reason she's at TV even is allowed to exist. Because there are people who are obsessed with the Green Bay Packers, right? That's awesome. Love it. But you've got to put things in context. You gotta, And I do think there are a number of people who don't understand the context and really make things out to be something they're not, right? Case in point, this Jordan Love question, right? Has he had good days and bad days? No question about it. Actually, I was just talking to Pete Prisco about this on the sideline at practice today. The problem is, when you're hearing or seeing even the video clips, right, and then seeing the numbers, like he was 6 of 10 or 6 of 12 or whatever, and people are starting to say, oh, he had a rough time in red zone or a real problem with uh, the two-minute drill or whatever, you don't know what they're working on. These are still install practices. They're not game planning in any way, shape, or form for each other, defense or offense. They are simply in the lab. This is about building muscle memory, about building reps, about guys developing learning things. Like, I'm not saying don't pay attention, it doesn't mean anything, because that is certainly not the case. But the people who think or say, oh, Jordan Love struggled today, oh, there is a problem here, You, th- no, just no, they are working. They're breaking stuff in the lab. Stuff is burning, and Bunsen burners exploding, and like, oh, we got to put that out and try to work on a different kind of formula to make sure we get the right kind of stuff that we need when we go week one and face Chicago. I am begging, fans, from my soul, don't put all of these, like, expectations and, and draw these conclusions from training camp practices. Now, like, we get out there week one and you know, and things look rough or what have you. Then, by all means, start to bang the drum. I uh, totally get it. But there's so much more that goes into a quarterback playing well. I mean, look no further than Aaron Rodgers, like the last five, eight years or whatever it was, where, you know, he would gladly throw interceptions in practice because he's trying stuff, you know. Now, Jordan can't do that quite yet because he's still growing and developing as a quarterback, but he's working. He's learning. That's what camp is all about. There's zero game planning going on. It is literally installs. Don't take, don't give it too much weight. Don't give it too much heft. Again, I, I, I will always appreciate fans' interest. There's zero doubt. It's awesome. I love it. We're, I'm just like you. I, I get it, right? But, man, just breathe. It's okay. It's a practice. We're talking about practice, as AI said back in the day. Uh, Joe what's up man thanks for the super chat that first step by Musgrave left Savage gasping I, I don't know grasping I don't know who it was somebody pointed out in another like an actual red zone work from family night there's a clip where it doesn't go to Musgrave it, but he fires off the line so quickly he eats up cushion he is so fast you talk about a weapon you talk about a guy who can really I mean, give defense I mean if, if you're a Defensive coordinator, are you rolling coverage to him? Are you uh, – probably not because you're worried about Watson, you know, and probably Reed as well. They are – and they. here's the thing. Every practice, we saw it again today, they are running him in motion. They're utilizing him both in line as a traditional tight end but certainly splitting him out, putting him in the slot. They've utilized him in the backfield a couple times. His speed is such an asset, and they're clearly – counting on being able to work different kind of ways to try and get him loose get him open get him in space because that speed is special so it's uh it's exciting it's exciting to watch no doubt another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Quinn, thank you for the super chat. Do you think Aaron Rodgers took a pay cut in light of Devontae Adams' trade rumors? What are the chances he could actually go to the Jets? Quinn, that's a good question. I would I would never say never, right? Um, I think it's highly doubtful. And I don't think for a moment that Rodgers took it specifically for Devontae, but that kind of deal, the idea, and I think Aaron talked about this, you know, if someone comes loose or is available and they don't have, you know, they're not able to maneuver. He wanted to make sure they could. I don't think that's Devontae specific. Maybe. Who knows, man? These are the guys who, you know, put up the Instagram posts together, right? Um, always a possibility, but I think it's much more about just maneuverability for the Jets and realizing he's at the end and, um, you know, one, two, three years, however long he plays in New York, he wants them to be able to maneuver. Now, that said, again, the question of will it would it ever happen? Man, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm completely not discounting it. And look, who knows? Maybe Devontae starts the year with the Raiders and they get five, six games into it and they're having a terrible season and trade deadline's coming up and maybe they're, you know, the Raiders pull the trigger. I doubt it, but you never know. I mean, you can only take Devontae at his word, right? He wanted to play closer to home. That was the main driver along with the money and playing with his buddy. But, um, and now that's what he does and he's going to go back to the East Coast. I don't see that. I don't think I don't think so. But again, never say never. Uh, Eric, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Hey nags, in regards to love's inconsistencies as a young QB, could the growing pains eventually end up being a case of it's just the player he is? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, guys don't develop or get better in certain areas all the time. I mean, it's, he certainly hasn't arrived, right? He's still developing, still growing, still learning. And still improving. But yes, at some point, yeah, that could just be who he is. Now that said, he looks worlds better than he looked two, three years ago. He looks better than he looked last year. Who knows how long he continues to improve and what aspects of his game continue continue to improve. Um we'll probably get a better handle on that, I would say, by end of the season. You know, I'm not sitting here saying, Well, oh, you gotta take like two, three years to figure it out. I think we'll see him improve in certain areas as the year goes on. And maybe not improve. You know, who knows? But c- could that potentially be? Yeah, that's just who the guy is. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Um, Gordon, thank you for the super chat. Nags, thanks for all the great coverage and insight. Three sixty-five days a year. What is the roster cutdown schedule this preseason, or is the situation fluid? <laughs> thank you, Matt. Um, they're back to two dates. They, they've gone back and forth a couple of times now, um, the NFL has, as far as the cut-down dates during uh, the preseason. It, it had been, you know, there had been a number. There had been three, and then there was one, and then they went to two, and, now they're, and then they went to one, and now I think they're back to two. Um, I cannot recall off the top of my head what those dates are. You can Google them. I'm sure they're out there. Um, but, yes, they've switched it a number of times. And I think the latest one was when they went to the three preseason games. Um, but then I think – actually, now that I think about it, I think they switched it back yet again. So, um, yeah, but we're, we're down we're, – we're, they're at two now, I believe. Uh, Lewis, thanks for the Super Chat. Does Brian Gutekunst have control over the roster cutdowns? Yes. Lance, thanks for the super chat. Thoughts? I got thoughts for you, Lance. Those are my thoughts. Uh, Mimsy, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. Uh, Fast wide receiver, big tight ends, mobile QB is good youth recipe. That's an interesting way to look at it, yeah. Um, It's going to be fun to watch how they utilize those tight ends in relation to, you know, yeah, the wide receivers and the speed and what have you. But, man, we've seen so much more uh, 12 personnel this year than we ever did in the past. Um, very – I'm not going to say no 11 personnel, which is the three wide receivers, but it's markedly less, right? So, yeah, just the way they're going to mix and match and try and get these guys – open and what concepts they're going to use to do it, that's what I'm so excited about, right? And the recipe, as you call it, it's a, it's a really good uh, way to look at it, right? Uh, it, it's a good combination. They've got a really diverse skill set, but the speed is just noticeable, man. Uh, it's, uh, John Kuhn was right when he talked about, you know, it, it, when you look at the, this team on the field, you know, especially now that I've been here for like a week, a week or so, it, it is noticeably faster, there are guys who just pull away from defenders or close angles in a way that we have not seen in Green Bay for a bit. You know, that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be players. doesn't necessarily mean they've arrived, you know, or by any stretch of the imagination, but it is certainly noticeable. Uh, Ryan, thanks to the Super Chat. Do you think Barry will stop having the DB pl- DBs play so far off the line of scrimmage this year? That's a really, really complicated answer. Um, it really depends on the call, and it really depends on the situation. And he's not going to mandate that they play at the line of scrimmage each and every down, ever, right? That's just not realistic. It's not football, really. But uh, they do have a new defensive backs coach. And Jair Alexander himself said that uh, Greg Williams, the coaching question, was working with him on his alignment pre-snap. And Jair admitted that he himself, the player, uh, would sometimes tend to play a little too far off. Um, you got to remember, these guys aren't robots. It's not Madden. You don't tell them to press, and they all press, you know. Uh, there will certainly be, I think, a bit more. I'm not going to say there was an emphasis, but I think there will be a bit more um, physicality along the line. From what I've seen in camp so far, I'm not saying, like, again, I don't want to make this any more than it is, but it certainly seems that, yes, there has been a bit of a change. Um, again, it's just install. There's no game planning. It's not situational for the most part. Uh, odd case here or there, but – so it's really hard to say when they get in certain situations. What are they going to look like? What are they going to do on third and long, et cetera? I don't know. I can't say that. Only Joe can tell us that. But it sure looks like there's been a little bit of work in that regard. I can say that. Uh, John, thanks for being a Carry the G Club member, man. Who is worse, Adam Shine or Florio? Thanks for all Cheesehead TV does. Couldn't imagine a weekday without it. That's really kind of you, man. Thank you. Um, wow. It's got to be Shine. Of those two? I mean, Florio, for everything that is frustrating about his coverage sometimes, he is comprehensive and he does, I think, do a really good job of kind of looking at all angles, even if it's not a popular one. And yes, he's a Vikings fan. And yes, he certainly has a bee in his bonnet about whatever the Packers are doing and trying to probably tweak it into a poor light or an unfavorable light. But man, shine going out there like a clown and saying, like, Jordan Love can't play football. Like who who needs that in life? Like why why does that exist? Like wh- who needs to engage in that or with that? You know, like with Florio, I, I I sense, and I've met Mike a few times, and I I do respect what he's built. I get the sense, at least, that he's coming from a place with with good intentions, and he does want to, you know, for all the frustrations as a Packers fan, he does a good job of what he does as far as covering the entire league, and he does it in a way that I think. Yes, sometimes it's sensationalized, sometimes it's, you know, or often it is, you know, framed in a way that garners the most clicks. But that he's making a living, you know? So I get that. But Shine is just completely, I think, probably, and I've met him as well, and as I said in my tweet, I, I really used to respect him. But he's gone on this rabbit hole where he's like the, you know, the the proverbial political commentator who doesn't believe what they're saying, but knows that it will get engagement and views and likes and what have you, and so has really leaned into it. And that's what this has felt like with Shine since the whole Rodgers thing happened when he was really just tearing into the Packers front office and licking Rodgers' boots and blah, blah. And it's obvious. I mean, Rodgers goes on his show, so, of course, he's got to keep him happy. I get it. I know how the game is played. Again, with Florio, I get a sense that, yeah, he's at least, you know, doing it the right way. Where with Shine, it's just like a, a bit. You know, it's just stick. Intellectually dishonest, if you will. Uh, what else we got? What else we got? Ed, what's up, man? It's practice. It's preseason. Repeat over and over. 85 Bears lost every preseason game and they still suck. <laughs> yeah, very, very, very good point. Uh, yeah, well, that's the other thing. Preseason's going to come and people are going to go, whether oh, they win or lose. And it doesn't matter, it's about evaluation. It's about situational football. It's about complimentary stuff that you can, like, yes, please repeat that ad nauseum. Ken, thanks for the super chat. What is love's ceiling? Should he reach it at some point? Does he have an MVP or even top five talent? That's a really good question, Ken. Man, that feels, and look, I love Jordan. I've been in his corner since the moment he was drafted. That feels like a bit of a stretch, but you never know. I think it can be really, really good. I don't know about – you talk about MVP slash top five. You're talking about blue-chip special players, right? I see a kid who's got a long way to go as far as the growth, um, consistency, especially consistency. But you do see glimpses. You do see moments. You certainly see days where, like, suddenly he's looks like he's putting it together, right? It's just a question of can he continue to grow and develop and find that consistency at, you know, a level where he's efficient with the ball and moving the, the chains and scoring points on the regular. The rest of that will take care of itself as far as awards or, you know, rankings or what have you. I mean, he's a long way away from that. Um, is the potential there? Yeah, I think I think way. I think it's all, It's a bit of a long shot, but. Um, he's got the talent to be a really, really good quarterback in the league. There's zero doubt in my mind about that. So it's just about consistency, really. Um, Doug, what's up? Doug Hype, how you doing, man? Been pounding the table for Musgrave. 100 bucks says he has more catches than the attendance at the Bears family (laughs) (laughs) night. (laughs) That's really good. Um, You know what? That is entirely possible, my guy. It could totally happen. I would not be surprised whatsoever. Um, Uncultured Barbarians here. What's up, man? How are you doing? If we can go by the Madden franchise I have going, the Jordan Love-led Packers will win three straight Super Bowls. Well, there you go. There you have it. Wrap it up. Uh, Krista, they fly to Cincinnati tomorrow, and then they have their joint practice. Or Is it tomorrow? Maybe they leave today? I think it's tomorrow. Uh, And they have their joint practice on Wednesday, and then obviously the game's on Friday night. Hey, speaking of Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you are in the Green Bay area, please, please come join Matt Ramage and myself for a very special joint watch party at Stadium View here in Green Bay. The Packers are obviously playing in Cincinnati. We'll be drinking beers and watching ball over there at Stadium View. It's going to be a lot of fun. I hope if you're in Green Bay or the surrounding area, come on out. Say hi. Watch the game. It's going to be a lot of fun. I know we're not going to be live streaming it just hanging out, just watching the game with friends and people from all over, and hopefully it's a really good time. That's that's the hope, because I love Ramage, and I love beer, and there's going to be football on, Packers football. Let's go. Um, In the meantime, please, please, please do me a monster favor and hit like on this video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.